For those of you who are joining us while the lights were out, we're glad that you're here. For those who are listening online, we're glad that you tuned in. For those who are FaceTiming in, thank you for doing that. And the wonders of technology, uh, it's just great to be, to be the church here and extended as well. Uh, I'm going to jump right in this morning. We uh, started last week talking about a, a series on uh, the draw to go deeper. Uh, maybe you remember as a kid your first time being allowed to swim in the deep end. The first chance that you had to, to jump in, and after that, it's like, like my kids never want to go back to the shallows again. And so if you weren't here last week, I'd encourage you just to tune in. We had challenged people not to, to learn how to just feed yourself spiritually, because the, the shallow end of just listening to some pastor tell you, oh, this is what you should think, and it's like secondhand information all the time, turns into like this secondhand relationship with God that he never designed us for. And so we encouraged uh, each of our people in our church to say, let's get out of the shallow end and, and go deeper. And, and we, we encourage you with one thought to join us as we read through John together. And I love that there's 40, 40 of you that have texted me to let me know, hey, we're going to read John together with you, which is awesome. Uh, and so this morning, if you're like, well, I didn't know about that, but I would like to do that, just text the word John to me and I will send you a quick text every morning just to remind you just to read through John. And we've, we're reading through it with this idea of, of SOAP. SOAP is a, an acronym we borrowed. It just simply means uh, scripture, which is uh, just to read it, then to, um, to observe what you're reading. God, what are you saying to me? And then to apply it, to actually do something with it, and then to pray over all of it, God, that you would work in our lives as a result. And this wasn't something that, you know, you're just meant to do on your own. Spiritual life is meant to be in groups. You're never meant to just lone ranger it. And that's why he built this thing called the church. We, we think church and think building. He, he used the word gathering. The gathering of people together, spiritual life was meant to be something we did together. And so this morning, um, this morning is very different than, uh, than what we've ever done here before. So we're going to see how it goes. And if it doesn't work real well, we'll maybe do it differently next time. But um, uh, we're gonna have, you're going to have a lot of voices that you're going to hear tonight. Kind of compare it, or this morning, kind of compare it to like the... Um, like the, uh, uh, a wrestling arena where it's like the, the Royal Rumble. You're going to have a whole lot of rapid-fire stuff. And so to ke- help you keep track, there's a card like this in, your, in front of you. If, you. if every one of you can grab it, uh, that would be really, really great. And then I just want to take 30 seconds for you just to write your name and phone. Don't worry, you won't have to turn this in at the end. I just feel like there should have been Jeopardy music or something. Dun, 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 dun. That's not it. All right, so... Hopefully you've had a chance to jot down your name and a quick email. Um, as we, you have this card, the card, oh, you should be on the Sunday side as well. I probably should have said that, but that's okay. If you're not on that, that's, we'll find your name, but just flip over to the Sunday side, the red side. This is not like the batting order. This is not the order that they're going to be up here. This is just the list of participants this morning. And so I wanted to share this. If you focus on like the connect courses part at the bottom, there's a story, um, uh, a story, an account in the Bible by, of a guy named Ezekiel. And Ezekiel was a man who had a vision, uh, and in this vision, in this dream, he was walking along with this person who was guiding him, and he was walking by this river, and he saw, he saw this river in his, in his dream, and as he walked, he would step into the river at different times along the, the journey, and at first he says, well, at this point it's ankle deep, and as he walks a little farther, he's like, okay, well now it's knee deep, and he walked a little farther, and he got in again, he's like, well now it's waist deep, and as he walked farther and got in again, he's like, well, it's up to my neck, I, like, I gotta swim, and so the, his guide, as they were walking back, asked him, saying, hey, did you notice anything else about the river, and as he walk back he's like well there was trees of fruit all over on the sides he says it's full of fish he says I see it running into the dead sea and now the dead sea is full of fish something that they could not not have imagined to be possible and he just simply said wherever this river flows that life is going to flourish and it wasn't meant to just be a picture of a river it was meant to be that idea that is the presence of God in our lives wherever it goes life is going to flourish it's going to bring life to wherever it goes and so the idea for us this morning was that the, the encouragement last week was if you feel God drawing you deeper, to, to take some time to, to get into his word and read his word for yourself. And we said, you know, we're supposed to do that in, in, in groups. So how can we make it easy for people to do that? How can we make it simpler? And so this morning, all we wanted to do was give you an opportunity. If you were like, yes, I would like to go deeper with God. I would like it to be more genuine. I would like it to, to, to be, you know, more real of a relationship in my life. We want to give you some easy, easy things. So here's, here's our solution. We call it similar to like swimming lessons in the fact that we've designed connect courses that are based on, you know, ankle deep, knee deep, waist deep, and like I'm jumping to the deep end. So uh, there's a number of groups. If you see on your card, those are the ones that match up for colors. The, the color may not be exact, but you'll see real quick from the people who are sharing up here. But if you're interested in joining any one of these 
um, these types of groups to say, I want to take a step deeper, just put a check mark in the box so as you hear it. So uh, I'm starting one at like basic ground level. If you're like, if you're not even a church person, this group will work for you. If you've never been to a small group before, this group would work for you. It's only six weeks, so if you hate it, you never have to do another one after six weeks. It's like the perfect, you know, non-committal, but just I want to get my feet wet. I want to just see, is this God thing real at all? And I'm going to be doing a study called How to Have a Relationship with God, How to Have a Real Relationship with God. And so if you're interested in that, if that seems like, you know what, I think I could handle that. I would like to. I'd like to at least to put my, my toe in the water. Just check off the little box right there. It's going to be happening Wednesday nights here at 7 o'clock. So that is, that is just entry-level study. Then we've got a, two, a couple studies that are a little bit uh, deeper than that. We, we'd say they're probably our knee-deep studies. And I'm going to get Brian and Charlie to share about those. Lord Jesus is coming soon. And Satan is raging war with us and humanity. And he's, I don't know, a lot of you I see, a, a lot of us, we're having an attack, we're getting attacked in our relationships, in our, with our, in our marriages, our relationship with other people, in our businesses. Um, we're just under attack. And through this study, we're putting on a study on how, on how to win. Through the authority in his word, through the authority um, in the name of Jesus, the authority in the blood of Jesus. So I really wanted to encourage you to uh, be a part of this. Um, through this study, we're going to read uh, this book by Joyce Myers. And it's an excellent book on how to win, win this battle. And uh, so, yeah, just want to encourage you to be that. And we're gonna, we feel this is really important to go through this study first. And then after this study, uh, on the next uh, study, which will be next year, we'll be going back over winning the battle of the mind. So, yeah, just want to encourage you with that. Okay, Mark. Thanks. So minimal homework, maybe some, maybe not too much, but again, chance to, to study something. So if that jumps out to you, check your name in that box at the top. Mark, i got to talk as fast as Mark because we're in a hurry today. So <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm uh, me and... Uh, I forgot his name. Dennis Vandermolen are, uh, <laughs> are leading the, are do, doing a men's group this year. It's on Thursday nights at 7 o'clock here. It's called Fathered by God, and it's by uh, John Eldridge. Um, basically, um, the topic that he's uh, teaching on is what your dad could never teach you. And in an, in an age when fathers are at a short supply, I think we need as much information as we can get. And how do you find the path to manhood, and how do you stay clear from danger? And there's, it goes through the different stages of like the boyhood. Basically, it, it calls it my, my beloved son as a little boy, and then it's the cowboy. It's when the, he's uh, becomes that little boy, that up to about almost a teenager, and then he's the warrior, and then he becomes the lover, and he finds his bride, and then it's he becomes the king, and because he met the queen, and then it's the sage. He's the old in the in the golden years when he begins to. Uh, Teach other men and children how to grow. So whatever stage you are at as a, as a man, that is a men-only group. So uh, if that's something that you're like, hey, you know what, that sounds like, sounds like something I could benefit from, you can check that. Then we're going to go a little uh, deeper with our precept Bible study groups. And uh, my favorite presenter of the uh, morning. <laughs> oh, you didn't see it coming, did you? Um, so... Mark's doing this really quick because I almost died in kids' church last night. <laughs> they went really long, and I had a bad headache, and your children barely survived. Anyway, so I'll be quick. Um, Jackie's going to share more about the actual study, so I'll tell a little bit of my story. When Mark and I were first married, I was a believer, and I loved God's Word, but I was always very satisfied to just listen to what the preacher said, and my brother was our pastor back then, and I was just highly influenced by everything when he was great, right? So that helped. But I, I remember just if he said memorize something, I'd memorize it. And I loved to read the Word, but I never knew where to start. And I would just read the Bible here and there. But I never really got a real foundation for myself. I didn't know how to study the Bible for myself. And then I was, I don't know, 20-something. We were married, and we got invited to a Bible study that Jackie Constable was leading, and it just blew my mind. I got to finally learn how to, like, how to study the Bible, and it was just, it's just this method 
of digging into the word and that you can understand these amazing truths for yourself. And it changed my life and it changed me. And before that, I was really um, happy to just, everything Mark said, I'm like, yeah, I agree with Mark. I believe everything he says. And I'm just such a supportive wife. And, um, and then he's, he really noticed a change in me because all of a sudden I had some ideas of my own and, and, and he didn't like it. No, I'm joking. He actually really liked it. And now, like, we argue about doctrine sometimes and it's kind of fun. And he still wins. He's a lot smarter than I am. He just wins at Have you noticed, like, he won the tricycle race? He wins at everything. I don't think I've ever won a game in my life. The guy wins anyways, that's off topic, but he, um, yeah, no, he liked it, and I liked it, and now I've been studying Precept Method for 10 years, and I just feel like, I'm just so thankful we were at a Precepts conference over the last couple days, and just so encouraging to see um, how the Word of God can change your life. So I'm going to be starting a study in a couple of weeks called how to, what's it called? Lord, teach me to pray in 28 days. It's only four weeks long, so it's a great way to just see if you like it. Um, and what it does is it breaks down the Lord's Prayer, and um, you just do one sentence at a time, and it just gives you this format for prayer. And it's, yeah, I don't know about you, but I find my prayer life needs a kick in the butt every once in a while. So I really, if you think if that sounds intriguing, but there's so many other studies to sign up for. So really pray about it, because I think God has a plan for each and every one of us to be in his word. And there's lots of options this year, which is really exciting. So I'm Jackie, and uh, I just basically help coordinate the different preset Bible studies here at Kingsway. It's been awesome to see Beth uh, step out to lead, and her sister Tracy Fast is also leading. Uh, Mark, the one that he described as a precept study, that's no homework. Uh, so I'm going to just kind of go through and explain to you about Tracy and Lorraine's. And uh, so starting with Lorraine's, hers would fall in the orange category. Lorraine Austin, uh, she's going to be studying a, a study called Jesus Listening for His Voice. And it's based in the Gospel of Mark. And she's going to be hosting it in her home on Friday mornings at 10 o'clock. She just lives down the road from the church on the highway. So we didn't know about that when this card was being made. So if you're interested in that, still just uh, maybe just check the box beside my name at the bottom, Tuesday night's Jackie Constable, and I'll be able to get you connected with Lorraine and let you know her address. Lorraine is an amazing hostess. Um, she is a prayer warrior, and she loves God and his word. And these studies really impacted her, and she really saw a need for more and wanted to share it with others. And so you would really be blessed if you'd like the idea of a daytime study, ladies only. Um, next is, uh, you see the second one down under Connect Courses, Monday, September 16th, Tracy Fast. There's two colors beside hers, blue and green. And that's because while they study the book of Hebrews, you will have a choice between two different workbooks. Uh, the blue, we call it in and out. And there's a little bit a lighter homework for that one. And then the green is our deepest study that we offer, precept upon precept. And what a precept is, is truth. That's all it is. And the unique thing about Precept Bible Studies is that it takes you to the Bible directly. So you would be studying the book of Hebrews, and just every day you'd be looking in your workbook. They give you instructions, and they walk you through the steps. So you're doing some homework at home. And then when you come together on Monday night with Tracy and the other ladies, you just discuss what you've been learning. Tracy's going to be asking questions, and you just voluntarily discuss and grow together. So Hebrews is a longer study. All right, so uh, uh, it's, it'll, it'll go into next year, and it's all focused. I won't give you away. There's a secret you're going to learn, and I'm not going to give it away. But, uh, yeah, if you're really ready to dig, then I would really encourage you to, to consider Hebrews for a longer study. If you're not sure, Beth's would be a good one because it's only four weeks, so it gives you a chance to, to check it out. Um, so then go down to the bottom. It just says Tuesday night's Jackie. Um, we are right now finishing a Bible study. Uh, we have two co-ed groups. Mark, Gary Watson, and Nate Hawkins leads a co-ed group in the portable. And myself, Joanne Cafazo, and Melissa Haig are leading one in the auditorium. We're just finishing the Book of Romans right now. But in November, we're going to be starting Second Thessalonians and a group to be determined. We're not sure. But it will also fall in the blue and green category. You'll have a choice. There'll be a little bit of homework involved, but... Um, 
So who and why we would want you to be involved with us, if you want to go deeper, if you're ready to just go right to the Bible for yourself, whether you go to Mark and Lorraine's ankle deep and do the work together just to get your feet wet, or whether you join up with Beth, Tracy, uh, myself, Nate, and the others, this, what's so unique about them is you're just going right to the word for yourself. And it's just, there's just nothing like it. And the reason why each and every one of us are doing it is because it has impacted our life. So we're all passionate about it because it has, it's changed us. Um, last thing I'm going to say, uh, because we've got a growing number of groups, um, we are in the process of training up more leaders. Uh, so what we could really use is some hosts uh, if you would be, if, you, if this intrigues you, but maybe you can't come out on Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday night, or Friday morning, and, uh, but you'd be open to hosting a group, could you please still check the box beside my name so I can get in touch with you? Because I'd love to match up a facilitator with you, and we could, we could run a new group in your home at whatever time or day of the week you would like. Uh, so secondly, um, administration is becoming quite a job. We offer childcare on Tuesday nights. Used to be, I would on, we would only have to text about a half a dozen families, and it'd be a big night if 10 kids showed up. And now every week, I'm texting 14 families, and we have 20 to 25 kids showing up every week. And so I could really use some help with administration. Um, so if you have an administration gift, and you're already coming on Tuesday nights, and this your heart is beating quickly right now, that might be because you're my answer to prayer. So please check the box. And if you would like to talk to me, I just, yeah, we need to, we need just need some help with that. Okay. So. Thank you. I know it's, it's tough to curb it down when you're that passionate about something. Uh, and when she's saying we need help with administration, it's not, you're not going to watch all 25 kids. We, uh, we hire people to do that. So we just need, uh, we just need somebody to make sure that they're uh, uh, there on time. So uh, awesome. Awesome. So if any of those in that draw to go deeper, just feel free to check one of those boxes and, uh, and we'll help you out from there. Uh, how are we doing for time? Okay. I'm going to the thought this morning is that, and we talked about it last week, is that that's one way to go deeper, but it's not the only way. It's not the only way. It's in our thoughts is that, you know, sometimes we think if we just do more church stuff, you know, then, then my relationship with God is going gonna, is gonna to grow deeper. Have you ever in your life um, had one of those moments? Maybe it's right now. It's like you're glad summer's over because you can put dad bod away. You're just like, I don't have to, like, nobody's got to see my dad body on the beach anymore. You know, it's just like, I don't have to worry about that. I can just cover up till next year. Nobody's like, no nudging. So, um, but do you, ever, do you ever have one of those moments where you notice something about you physically that you'd like to change? No hands for that either. That's good. Um, sometimes I think about it. I was like, you know, I'd love to have a six pack. I never have. And I wish that maybe someday that would be great. Or uh, a few weeks ago, I was like, I wish I had longer legs because everybody's making fun of my short legs. But after the tricycle race, I'm just good. Um, <laughs> Maybe you have like a few pounds that you're like, you know, I'd really love for this flab to be ab or I'd really love to tone some of these like angel wings or whatever it is that, that you have. And, uh, maybe like I just want to lose, lose a few. Uh, I know it's dangerous to talk about that, but the reason we do is that because it, there's no greater um, example of how that works in the, in the spiritual as it does in the physical. Like when you want to change something physically, what do you do? You get a personal trainer. You're like, you know what, Richard Simmons or whatever else, like uh, from those who remember back in the day, somebody's going to help you change it. Because like Harvey Brooker says, if you, if you could have done it yourself, you would have done it already, but, but you haven't. So there's these, there's these things with the personal trainers. They all tell you the same thing. You know, you got to monitor two things, your calories in and your calories out. The calories in is easy for us. We just hop on the couch, throw on Netflix, and start, you know, putting back the snacks. It's like, if only we could become more physically fit from the couch, it would be so easy to do. But there's the calories out part that we have to be concerned about. And the reason we share that this morning is because what you're doing right now by sitting in this couch is calories in. You know, the teaching that comes in or being part of a Bible study that's like calories in. It's spiritual food in. And it's super important. It's super important, but it's not the only way. Because if that's the only thing, we grow deep and wide without growing deep. You just grow wide. You just, you just have a whole lot of in, input that um, doesn't actually make you stronger or deeper spiritually. How do we know that? Well, we can see it around us, but Paul wrote a, a letter to this group of people in a town called Philippi, and he simply spells it out for them. And I just want to share that with you this morning. So if you have your Bible, you can check along to see if I'm telling you the truth. But uh, Paul planted this church, so he's invested in them. And he writes to them 
Uh, and he, he basically explains to them, here, I'm going to give you some tips. But he, he kind of gives them the, um, the result uh, as well, saying, if you follow this, if you follow this, this is what you'll be like. He's like, you're going you're gonna to shine like stars among the, the rest of the people. People are going to be able to look to you and see, you know, that, you've, um, that, that you're shining for, for the Lord. You're deep in your faith. You're growing. It's like P90X. You know, and they show you P90X. Nobody signs up for like, who wants like 90 days of hell workouts? No, but you look and you're like, well, I could look like that? Okay, sign me up. And Paul's saying the same thing, that this may not be easy, but man, the results are great. And here's what he writes, Philippians chapter 2, verse 12. He says, therefore, my beloved, he's my friends. He says this because he cares about them. He says, you've always obeyed, you know, not in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, because he's writing to them from prison. He's like, I care about you people deeply, so I'm writing this letter to you. And he simply says this, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. With fear and trembling, like it's really important, do something about your salvation. Philippians 2.13, he says, for it's God who works in you, both to will and to do for his good pleasure. He's like, you know, we see the God working in us lots. Maybe you've had those experiences. You hear a message, you're like, oh, that spoke to me. Or you hear that worship song, you're like, I didn't really know what I was going to sing to the Lord, but now I know. Man, sing it again. Or I felt goosebumps. It was those moments. But he simply says, you know what? Not, it's, not just, it's not just the work in. He's like, you got to work out. You got, I know, and I don't, so this might be dangerous. You got to work out. He's like, you know what? He says, the stuff that God's doing in you. He's like, he showed you amazing grace. Guess what? You got to work that grace out and, and show some other people. He's showing you, you know, unconditional love. And you're like, wow, you know, there's other people who need to hear about unconditional love. So he's like, live out what you're already doing. That's what I'm going to do. Um. <laughs> that was for you, babe. Because <laughs> it's, so, it's so easy for us to sit. It's so easy for us to sit on the couch and just take it in. And we don't even have to do it here. You can be listening online or you're like, you know, I don't listen to him, but I listen to that Stephen Furtick guy because he can really preach. You know, or, you know, I listen, to that, I listen to my favorite worship song. I read, you know, my devotional and I put oceans on repeat and it just goes over and over and I feel his presence. Or I do a Beth Moore study and we read 15 chapters and we cry every time and it's so great. You know, or I, I just do worship by the fire because I just want to feel God's presence. And we, we look for that and it's, we think that deep faith is like these spiritual experiences, but that is not what deep faith is. Deep faith is applied spiritual experiences, a collection of the applied, the things that you do. Muscles need to be exercised to grow. I just learned that the hard way. But same with our faith. If we don't live it out, it's not really growing, no matter how long you've been here. And I think that's why Jesus decided, you know what, as my followers, as his disciples, he had such a short time with them. He's like, listen, guys, I'm going to send you out. And they're like, really? We only have a few, few years with you, Jesus. Do we really, should we really be going out now? He's like, I want you to go out now, and I want you to serve for a while. And he sent them out to the 12, and he sent out the 70. Guess what it was like when they got back? Like, Jesus, you'll never believe it. We went out, we cast out demons in your name, and they actually listened. And, and Jesus, you'll never believe all the stuff that happened. He's like, yeah, I believe it. And he's like, how do you guys feel? We're, we're like pumped. Why? They saw what Jesus did. Jesus sat at a well one day with a woman and, uh, who had come to him, and they were having a conversation. And when the disciples left, Jesus is starving. They're like, we got to get this guy some food. When they get back, Jesus is fully energized. I'm like, did somebody feed him? No, nobody fed him. He simply said, when I do the will of my Father, it's like it's energizing. You know, for you, it might be, maybe you're here this morning, you're not a Jesus follower. I think this is one of the things that's so, so amazing to see is when you, if you would have the chance to witness Jesus followers really living out their faith. Or if you decided, you know what, maybe, maybe I'll try this following Jesus thing of, of sacrificially loving other people and, and putting love first and realizing what it does to you. You just may realize that what he, what he said was true. What he said was amazing. It's not just about uh, taking it in, taking it in, taking it in. I want to ask our, um, the rest of our people who are going to share, if you guys can come sit in the front row, and just this last thought about, there's a movie called Patch Adams. Patch Adams, back in the day, if you haven't seen this movie, it was a really cool uh, movie, but it's about this group going through medical school. And this one student, as they went through medical school, he said, everybody's just studying the books, studying the books, studying the books, and after seven years of med- medical school, they don't even know how to talk to real people anymore. And I think that's going to be so true for us as a church. You sit in here, service, here, service, here, service, here, service, in, 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 study, 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 study. In the end, you don't even know how to talk to real people anymore. 
And that was never the point. Yeah, you need to eat like crazy, but he says you need to work out what God's already doing in you. And so this morning, we simply want to give you opportunities to work out, to be able to put your faith in action. These are just some. These aren't all, and we'll cover that in a second. But to give you some idea of some of the ways you could help us live that out and work out here, where's our crew? Where's Chris Stone? Yeah, you're first, buddy. You go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I thought if I'd sit in the second row, I could be, like, last. <laughs> yep, I'm uh, Chris Stone. I'm part of the worship and praise team here at Kingsway. This includes our musicians, our vocalists, our sound engineers at the back. Pete's back there today. Our media team as well. Deb's back there today. And uh, probably didn't see them back there. Uh, there's 38 of us in total between Saturday and Sunday. I'm just going to break the ice and tell you a little bit about myself. I am not a public speaker. Even though I go on stage in front of people all the time, uh, that first minute where I speak uh, before we play a chord or whatever is always the most stressful to me. So I'm just going to give you that heads up because I might end up just reading this. Um, let's see, I lost my place though. I looked up. Yeah, I'd much rather write a letter than give a speech. And uh, I'd much rather send 100 texts than make a phone call. On Friday, my wife Sarah is there. Uh, we just celebrated our 11th wedding anniversary. And yeah, we have uh, six King's kids. And uh, besides that, I, most of my hobbies are playing guitar. I'm in the Roman study. I listen to a lot of music. And I do the church website and all the social media stuff. And I thought that was really great because if I really screw up today, I can edit it at home, make myself sound awesome. Um, yeah, enough about me. Um, I think I have a slide. Oh, way to go, Deb. Um, the vision for our team is, oh, I, I, it's not on there, but it's um, creating an atmosphere that encourages people to see, experience, and respond to the love of Jesus. And uh, our desire as a team uh, is to praise the Lord and point people to Jesus. Um, we want to create a time and space uh, where we can let go of the burdens of life and the distractions of all these things and just lay them at his feet and just have a, a space and time together to just worship and be free of those things. Um, we're not here as a warm-up act for the message, and we come expecting God to move in this place. We pray that hearts are ready to receive all that he's going to do and that uh, lives will be changed, uh, that God's going to meet with real individual people one-on-one, uh, -on -one, and maybe for the first time. So yeah, we come together and give God alone all of our gratitude and all of the glory, and we just celebrate him. Much of what we do is um, prayers set to music. Um, that's what I always think of when I think of what, what we're doing up there. And um, we sing about God's truth, and we encourage one another in that truth as well. So who are we looking for to join our team? Um, on, on, the, on the worship team, we talk about excellence a lot, and uh, instead of perfection, we want people to know that they're to bring their best, but we understand that that's going to look differently for everybody. So we're looking for people that want to serve. We're looking for people with a heart more than talent, and uh, God wants people that worship him in spirit and in truth, and that are continually doing this every day of their lives, not just for one hour a week on a stage when everyone is watching them. So definitely join a Bible study of some sort. The best thing I do at Kingsway, I think, is being involved in that study. So um, that being said, we're looking for people that play instruments and people that can sing melody and harmony, people that are trainable and are teachable, no matter how much experience they already have. People that understand that as a team, we function only as good as the person who's least prepared. We expect a pretty high level of commitment. People look up the song lists during the week, and they learn their parts, and they come prepared before we ever even get here together. We've all done a lot. I bet Aaron spent most of his day yesterday practicing guitar. Uh, he played last night, too, which was pretty awesome to have him back. Maybe um, getting up in front of people isn't your thing. The booth is the perfect place for that. Uh, you don't have to talk to anybody if you don't want to. Um, that's what I would do back there. I would hide. And um, it's a great little fortress of solitude. But, uh, yeah, um, Zane, on Saturday nights, there's Zane and the team. And Sunday, we got Deb and Colleen but, um, for the media. And that's about it. And those two women cover us almost the entire year. So I'm sure they could use one more person if you're interested in that. 
I don't think it's that difficult once you've learned it. I think they could attest to that. And they, they could both train you really well. So, and uh, same with sound. It's definitely learnable. Um, and everybody has an opinion on sound, I'm sure. So, yeah, if any of this sounds good to you, that's my cell number. Text me if you're interested in this. I had somebody last night text me and said, hey, you said text me. Um, and also, we have an application. We always have this. If you go to kingswaychurch.ca slash worship, you can find this link from the main website page. But there's an application to get started just to get to know you. Or you can check the box. That's good, too. Um, but I'm probably just going to tell you to go and fill out the application. So that's it for me. Sweet. Thank you. Rhonda. Um, I'm Rhonda, and I lead the cafe. And uh, what an amazing team we have on Sunday mornings. Uh, just a little bit about, a little bit of background before I jump into what CAFE is all about. Um, I've done the Roman studies, I've done precept studies, and uh, homework, no homework studies. They are incredible. They teach you so much. Um, and my first experience with precepts, I was like thrown into the deep end. And let me tell you, I, <laughs> if it wasn't for Jackie, <laughs> oh my gosh, my little, you know, water wings, they were just barely keeping me afloat. But anyways, um, I persevered and it was the best thing ever. I've learned so much from the precept studies and all the other studies. Um, so please, if you have a, a desire to do so, please join a group. Uh, one of the things that is new is uh, Mark has sends out a text every morning and we study John together. It's an, an amazing thing. And what recently has happened is um, on, in John 6, it, Jesus talks about feeding the 5,000. And uh, what really struck me was that Jesus already knew the miracle he was going to perform, but he wanted people to take a step and, and figure out what it is and how they could help. And so that brings me to CAFE. CAFE is an incredible opportunity to greet people and just spread the love of Jesus. You don't need any experience in running a CAFE or anything like that. All you need to do is be able to smile, say good morning, make coffee, because you have to make coffee. I'm sorry. You really do. Um, and really, that's about it. And our mission is just to greet those that um, may have never have walked through church doors before. Uh, they may, may know the Lord. They may not know the Lord. But you're just showing them our love. And really, that's, that's about all that is CAFE is, is really all about. Um, we are looking for volunteers. Um, in a couple of weeks, I will be sending out a request for volunteers. I do the entire year all in one shot. I don't wait month by month because it's too difficult when the summer hits um, so if you have a desire to help out with CAFE, please, we could always use the volunteers. It's very, very easy. And, um, yeah, that's about it. We have an amazing team. We switch around so quickly. Um, as you know, Penny um, is going through a difficult time right now with, with Paul. And immediately, um, Caitlin stepped up and said, I'll cover it. And it's just an incredible team that we have with the, the love that we all share. So please, um, I'm okay with talking to people. I don't care. You can text me. You can ask me any questions. Ask some of the volunteers. And Anyway, I love it. It's great. <laughs> this is probably the first time I've talked in front of an actual Sunday service. So. <laughs> but uh, I'm Dennis Vandermullen. Uh, I head up the ushering team. And we're the people at the back door over there. And our goal is to make everyone feel welcome as well. And... Being that uh, to help you sit down, our other practical things is to do the offering. We take your money and make sure it gets to where it's got to go, so, and communion, and just anything else that comes up. Uh, and through that, we hope to be uh, yeah, the life-giving church that unchurched people want to be a part of. And yeah, if you want to get to know everyone's faces, you stand by the door and you see everyone coming through, and it's an easy job and a practical job. So if you're interested, you can talk to me. Uh, uh, just an example of how it worked, uh, of a difference that you do make. Uh, uh, Ashley, in her testimony, said uh, one of her first times coming here, it was an usher that made her feel welcome. And yeah, just you do have eternal purpose in the job that you do as ushering. So that is everything for me. Hi, I'm Nellie, and I am one of the people that helps make the kids' ministry happen. 
Yeah, a lot of you are involved in that. I have a wonderful team of volunteers, amazing. Today, we have 83 kids downstairs. Yeah, so we need a lot of volunteers to make that happen. And this summer was an, a challenge. <laughs> it was so challenging. So I desperately need new volunteers to add to our great team. Um, our desire is that kids would love church and that they would grow to have a faith of their own. The teachers, the helpers, the caregivers, they're pouring their hearts into these kids, into our next generation. And these kids are not just leaders. They're not going to be just leaders at weekend church services, but they're going to influence their friend circles. They're going to influence in their homes. They're going to influence people one day on their jobs. Um, we believe that they can know God for themselves and that they can discover the truth and that they can be an example to other believers. Our JK, it's from JK to grade six, the program that we have, um, it's Bible studies, crafts, games, object lessons, um, like experiments, they have conversation. It is a lot of fun. Did, I'm, I'm sure a lot of you have seen those kids run out today, and they ran, most of them. They don't walk out of here because they're really excited to be part of that program downstairs and in the portables. Um, and the teachers, we have committed teachers and helpers who are very passionate, who really want to see changes happen in these kids' lives. There's lots of opportunities for you to help um, with sign-in. I have two people for sign-in, and when they're on holidays, I'm terrible at it. So I really need somebody else to learn that. Um, we need help with crafts and games. Teaching. Uh, teaching sounds like it's intimidating, but it's not. There is, we have this wonderful program where you, the curriculum, you go on there, you choose what you want, what works with your skills. I'll get it all ready for you. When you come here Sunday morning, it's done. You just got to teach it and apply it with your helper. Um, uh, maybe you want to play with the toddlers in the rumble room. We have, if any of you have been down there, a ball pit. And it's a lot of fun, but you can't go in there unless you have a kid. So that's another great place for people to serve. Or our nursery uh, with our babies. This church keeps having lots of babies. <laughs> lots of babies. So we need lots of helpers there too. Um, we desperately do need <laughs> volunteers. 83 kids, I mean... When I started this, it was two years ago, and I didn't start this program. I just mean when I started lead, helping make this happen. Um, I think there was like less than 60 kids. So we are just growing so fast with those new babies and new people coming in with young families, and we really do need help. Um, and your age, I'm happy with, you, don't, you could be my age, almost old. And <laughs> we have people who are helping who are seniors. I mean, you guys have experience and skills that older people that the young people don't. We'd love to have you involved. You do not have to be just have a kid in there to be a part of that. You can be anybody, teenagers. Um, we want a, any of you. You all have something special to give. Um, we're not asking for... a a big lifetime commitment. If you are not sure where you feel, would feel comfortable, uh, come and talk to me and you can observe. You can sit in a class and uh, just see if this was the right fit for you. Last week I, had, I was desperate because it was still summer, long weekend, and I asked somebody if they would help. And she was very, very reluctant, in fact said, uh, I'll do it one time, but don't, don't ask me to do it again. So, well, if you end up liking it, let me know. So she helped, and I went and talked to her after. She signed up. She's a helper now, so you think that it's hard. It's not. It's fun. It is fun. There's not a huge expectation other than just to share your passion for Christ, just to 
enjoy the kids, love the kids. Um, that's it. Come and talk to me. I would love to help you figure out where you belong. There is a place for you. I guarantee it. Um, also, all these people that you've heard come up and talk, um, all of the things that they're doing, that's all volunteer, not appreciation station I was talking about up there. That's all about them, too. Please let them know, the Bible study leaders. I know I left that out. The worship team, the cafe, they're all putting their time in to make all of these things happen. So let them know that, you know, that you appreciate them. Let them know. Encourage them. And I think I got everything covered there. I think I did pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. I'll see you at the volunteer or at the fair there, the, the picnic. You can talk to me there, too. Best hour of the week is not always up here. That's uh, sometimes it's down there. Um, uh, yes, who's, we, we got two, Sharon. Hi, I'm Sharon, and I'm here to promote the greeters team. <laughs> Kingsway's motto is to build a healthy, life-giving church that unchurched people want to become a part of. Did you know that people attending for the first time often make up their mind about a church in the first few minutes after they arrive? In some cases, their minds are made up even before they ever hear the worship team sing that amazing song or before Mark delivers his insightful message from God's word. When you arrive each week, you are greeted at the door. There are also a number among us who look for opportunities to not only meet and greet visitors, but also touch base with our regular attendees just to see how their week went or to follow up on a concern they may have expressed on a previous occasion. As Kingsway continues to grow, we are looking to grow the greeters team as well. Greeting people as they enter the facility is more than a handshake and a smile. It's an opportunity to express God's love and help set the tone for the upcoming service. Beyond the power of hello, greeters help connect and give direction to visitors, whether asking about our kids program or needing a roadmap to our conveniently located washrooms. <laughs> Nothing is more inspiring than a smiling face and a warm word of encouragement, unless, of course, it's when you offer that complimentary cup of fresh-brewed coffee available at our cafe. Greeters have the opportunity to make the largest impact with the smallest actions while creating an atmosphere where people feel loved and accepted. We are looking for people with winning smiles who are friendly and can follow some basic instructions to join the team. So sign up today and give it a try. We'd love to have you on board. Last but not least, Gary. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, I didn't know we had washrooms at King's, so I always drive home real quick if, uh, <laughs> if I don't think I can make it. And Nellie, thank you for your speech. That uh, Your speech was the best hour of my week, so I appreciate <laughs> that very much. Uh, Oh, you were. You definitely were. Uh, I want to talk very briefly about the youth group. And uh, I always find it hard to talk about the youth group because I, um, people have so many preconceived notions about, you know, what teenagers are really like. And so our, our mission statement is simply this, that we're here to create a fun and safe place where uh, the kids of uh, Kingsway and the kids who come to youth group can, uh, we can make Jesus real in their lives. And uh, the idea being this, we, we know so much research tells us that uh, the number one time period where someone will leave the church is that kind of time between high school and their early adulthood. That's when most people leave the church. And in some cases, they don't come back. And so our thought is simply this. At some point, as a young person, you're going to kind of come up against it, and your faith is going to be tested by the world around you. And it often happens in college or university when maybe you move out for the first time, that sort of idea. And we would just like to back that up. We want that moment where you have to decide, what is it that I believe? Not what my parents believe or the people in the church I've heard say, but what is it that I believe? We want that to happen while you're in the youth group. It's a safe place to figure out what it is you believe. And so... Um, we basically just have three guiding principles. We believe it should be Bible-based. So unless we're on a trip or an event, uh, there's going to be Bible teaching at youth group. Uh, if, if young kids have, the, you know, youth have a lot of opportunities to go to places and hang out and not learn anything. Uh, we call it school. Um, but, at, but at youth, we want you to uh, come and hopefully figure out something while you're here. And so we want to kind of uh, teach you. We want, we want that to be happening. We want it to be personal. 
We're gonna, in our youth group, we'll have kids who are just curious about the gospel, don't really understand it, but they know they're interested, all the way up to kids who know a lot more than I do. And so it, we want it to be personal, we want to meet them where they're at, and we want it to be inclusive, which means it needs to be a safe place, it needs to be a safe place to share, uh, and we also believe it needs to be something that's free. So this church supports the youth group uh, so that anything we do, all of our trips, all our events, do not cost the youth anything. And so should you join our team, I mean... I actually would say to you, don't think about, do I want to you know, hang out with teenagers on Wednesday nights? That's probably the wrong way to think about it. Think of it this way. Do I want to have an impact? Do I want to be part of a team? Or more importantly, what do I have that I want to share? If what you have is, is a desire to, to worship, we could use you on Wednesday nights. We would love to have a worship component to what we do on Wednesday nights. If what you're really good at is, is planning and hospitality and preparing snacks and, and putting together uh, you know, some food for the youth, we could absolutely use that. If, if you just like to have fun and play games and, and, and um, you know, do things like that, we have a spot for you and youth, uh, whether it's teaching, praying for our kids, event planning. If, if whatever, think more about what you would like to be doing if you were volunteering. And uh, if, you're, if you think there's a chance that we do it at youth, check off the box. If you've checked off something else already, just scribble it out. It's, it's not against the rules. Just scribble it out. Put in, put in youth instead. Uh, I did like what Nellie shared probably about minute 28, 29 when Nellie was sharing. She said something about, you know, all ages are welcome. I always refer to, where's Marilyn? Is Marilyn here this morning? Yeah, I always refer to Marilyn as the youth goat. Greatest of all time. <laughs> Who would guess that Marilyn would just have such a heart for the kids of, uh, that come out to youth, and they would just absolutely love her? And, uh, and even Mark says to me, you know, you don't look like a youth leader because I don't have that haircut. And, uh, um, but it's just, you bring something, you bring something you want to share. Selena and Chad are our, uh, two of our fantastic leaders right now. We can always use more because different people bring different things. Two minutes on the dot. <laughs> That's the pot calling the kettle black right there. Um, some maybe you're here like, what was that? What, what was all of that? Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what that was all about. Let me just say it this way. Our heart is to, is to build, uh, make disciples, to build Jesus followers that actually grow. We're not here to try and fill a building. We're not here to try and be the funnest church, even though I think sometimes we are. It's, that's not our idea. That's the, the idea is that you would grow. And when you feel the drawing of Holy Spirit to say, I want you to go deeper, that we would give you opportunity to simply grow deeper. And it's with this mission in mind to build a healthy life-giving church that unchurched people would want to become a part of. Why, why are we doing it? Because there's a world around you and around us that is in desperate need of something they don't even know is available. They're looking for hope, and it's like, where can I find it? They're looking for, for love. Where can I really find it? And so my challenge to you is work out what God is already working in you to, 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 to find ways to get his word in your heart and then to, to live that out. And some of these were some of the ideas, some of the thoughts, but let me just give you a quick, quick thought as we close. If you love someone sacrificially, you know, if you begin to just pray for and invite someone to church, maybe that's where you start. Maybe it's giving some of your time or money away. I promise you, you'll grow deeper. There's a lady from our church. <laughs> watching her as her marriage had fallen apart six years ago, found out her husband had cancer, decided I'm going to go back and I'm going to take care of him. And by the grace of God, she's been doing that for this previous um, number of months. As a result of that, her husband started coming to this church and two months ago he gave his heart to the Lord. He's watching from a hospice this morning. Part of this thing, his life changed because someone said, I'm just going to live out what Jesus said. You will go grow deeper. You know, as we think about serving kids church, you know, asking, you know, loving kids, praying for them, answering preteen kids questions about life and about God, and like, I don't know what the answers are. You'll grow deeper. You know, with youth or serving the poor, visiting people in the hospital, stirring up hope in others that you, we don't have it on ourselves, but we have it in him. Man, you'll grow deeper. When you're defeating a sin, saying, you know what, oh, that forgiveness issue, but I'm going to go and do it. Man, you'll see that God is good, and you'll see he's faithful, and you will grow deeper as you work out what he's doing in you. And the last thought is this, simply just listen with action. Listen with action in mind. Mark Batterson wrote in his book, and this just a paraphrase of it, but he says, but before you read the next chapter, figure out what you're going to do with the last chapter. Our hope this morning is that you don't just hear, like James, the brother of Jesus, said, don't just hear the word, don't just keep taking it in, taking it in. Do that. 
but work it out. And Paul said, you're going to shine. Your labor won't be in vain. You know, the world's going to experience grace like you've experienced, unconditional love like you've experienced. Final thought. We're meant to eat and work out. And so we're not saying, hey, you know, don't do Bible studies or don't do tons of Bible studies. We want you just to be working out that so much that you require even more Bible studies. We want you to look like this guy spiritually. <laughs> do you realize the rock t- takes in 5,000 calories a day to ca- make that physique? Why can you take in 5,000 and not be a sumo wrestler? He's working it out. And the same thought for you as you take in, as you take in his word, as you live it out, you're going to grow some spiritual muscle. That is our hope for you. We think that's impressive. Michael Phelps even more so. As he was training and training and training in the time to become the most decorated Olympian of all time, 12,000 calories uh, a day during his training. We want you to take his word in. But as important as that is to work out what God's doing in you, sharing it around the world because they need it. They need it. They're around you everywhere. They just don't even know that the light is in you. Designed to shine. We're hoping to help you. So this card that you filled out, if you say, you know what? Yes, there's parts in there that I think, you know what? I definitely want to do this. For the studies, there's cost involved to some of those studies, but we want to sponsor you. If you're like, oh, I didn't know there's a cost and I can't afford it, we're going to sponsor you. We still want you to do it. But if you're interested in saying, you know what? Yeah, I jotted some of these things down. I actually want people to, I want to join a team. I want to be a part of this. We're going to ask our ushers right now to come on up. Uh, uh, we're going to pray while they're getting ready. They're going to collect this. Then you're going to be dismissed. We're going to get in touch with you. We'd love for you to join our team because we want to see you grow. Can we pray? Heavenly Father, thank you for putting this idea together of this family, this thing called the church, the gathering of your followers. Man, you're so worth following. <laughs> the stuff that you've done in our lives. Oh, Lord, it's fantastic. It's fantastic, and you are amazing. Thank you for the chance to do this together. And Holy Spirit, I just pray that as we've been listening for your voice, as people heard you prompting them, drawing them this morning, that uh, each of us would take that next step as we grow deeper with you uh, for our good and for the good of your kingdom in this world. I love you. Thanks for the chance to do life with you. Thanks for inviting us into it. We go in your name and for your glory. Amen.